Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Thank you, lady friend. So, all right, so yeah, uh, welcome, audience. Uh, we were just catching up for the last, I don't know, 20 minutes on things and stuff. Uh, <laughs> Life. Nice. <laughs> uh, but, but but welcome to the welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we were just touching on catching up and touching on a couple things. And Brian had mentioned um, an update with Cindy and how your kind of roles reversed, especially with uh, you know the responsibilities at home with the kids. So did you want to kind of touch on that a little bit? Yeah, was- yeah. We we uh, since moving and everything, it's not that I was a stay-at-home dad in Colorado, but I had an extremely flexible schedule to where I was available in the mornings and school pickup, kind of the bookends of the the school day, really. But then that's with that being said that, you know, if my phone rang and water was pouring out of the roads, then things would have to pivot fast. Um, But now we have kind of swapped roles to where, you know, I'm out the door by 530 almost every morning pretty much and not getting back here until end of school. So Cindy now has become the the morning uh, responsibility and getting kids to the doctors and dentist and orthodontist here now too. So we're just, she's feeling guilty that she's not working full time, you know, grinding it out every day. And I was just telling, telling you, Mike, that if, there's no guilt that needs to be felt on, on her end whatsoever, because this is what's motivating me to be in, in my situation now is enabling her to be home with the kids to, to almost fill that. Cause she was heavily committed with her job before and she lost, not lost, but she didn't get to experience a lot of that time of with the kids in, in those morning and evenings. And that's, that's a large part when you look at it, uh, at our daily schedules, you know, between the kids at school and adults at work, that's the majority of your day. And the, the 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 mornings and the evenings can be chaotic, but that's at the same time, that's, that's precious time, especially when you have little kids that they don't have their own schedules yet and their own trainings, their own practices. So they're relying on you to have, to be, to be around, to be present. So I'm, I'm glad Cindy's, changed her scene a little bit to where she can be around and more involved with the kids so yeah it's um i'm i'm kind of smiling and i'm shaking my head because that happened with us too when we when we came back out here because in pennsylvania you know i was i would typically be able to put the girls and then later on elena on the bus at i don't know 8 30 uh, and then I was pretty much in the car, 8.30 to 9 commute, and then at work all day. And then I was coming home at, 
I don't know, six usually, but when I would come home at night, <clears throat> the girls would typically have gymnastics and that would go to, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night. So essentially with Robin teaching, she was the one, other than getting the girls on the bus in the morning, because Robin usually, she was teaching, she had to be at school obviously earlier. Yeah. Robin was the one taking them to the doctors and taking them to the extra curricular activities in the afternoon and uh, going here and going there. And again, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't lose. I, I didn't get to experience. I mean, sometimes you don't want to go to the doctors and stuff like that, especially when you have two girls, but any of it, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I didn't experience some of that. And then when we moved here, our roles reversed be just cause I was working out of the house and I had a hell of a lot more uh, flexibility cause I didn't have to go to an office. So now I was the one getting them to the doctors, getting them to extracurricular activities. And it, it's kind of transitioned a little bit back to Robin. And Robin felt that that kind of guilt too, that she wasn't able to be here and, and do some of the things that she used to do. And, you know, that, that you know, the, that's how this stuff works. That's how a partnership, that's how a marriage, that's how a relationship works. That's how a family works. We pick up, we pick up each other's slack. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you, you said guilty, you, you mentioned the word guilt and you mentioned guilt. And I think, I mean, uh, we don't want to feel that, but what I, but there is a level of, of, you know, guilt or, yeah, I, I mean, lack, it's guilt. It's because you want to be involved. You want to be doing this. You know, some of the, some of the greatest moments were in the car, just driving to school for 15 minutes and, even when there's silence, you know, even, or when there's other girls in the car or friends in the car with the girls and you're just listening to those conversations and listen to like probably with you and the twins and their conversations. <laughs> yeah. you know, those, are, those are some of the, some, some really great times. And I look back from the times back when we were in Pennsylvania that I didn't get to experience some of that stuff, which, you know, it, it is what it is now, but well, those are some precious moments. Yeah. Yeah, and I think just being aware and not trying to, and that's why I've caught myself a lot, just having kids in general is not rushing through that checklist, the daily checklist and trying to grind everything out and just trying to take a moment from time to time. And, you know, maybe it is during a busy, you know, trying to get a dinner thrown out at a decent time and everything. But at the same time, it's like, all right, just take a moment here, chill out, look at these kids. You know, they're not going to be sitting at this table forever. They're not going to be this age, especially forever, you know, and you want to pull your hair out because you still got a pile of homework to do. But at the same time, it's like, all right, we'll look back at this and really cherish it. And, well, we got you know, there was a special time. The girls, the girls leave for school in the morning. They're driving themselves, you know, so mm -hmm. that, that's that's out of the that's out. And, you know, now I drive Robin to work in the morning when I'm here. So we have <laughs> yeah. that moment. We have, I mean, we do have the moment in the morning. Most mornings we walk the dog together. So we are able to have that 45 minute catch up and then another 15 minutes in the car, you know, just to kind of, okay, what's the plan for the day? How's this, how are you going to navigate it? Uh, but, you know, then, then the day happens and then we're coming home and it's, you know, what's for dinner? What are we doing for dinner? Are we rushing yeah. to get something on the, on the plate? And then you got, well, we got to get it. Because there's no consistency, you know this. There's with Elena in soccer. There's no consistency. She might have practice at four one day, seven one day, a game at 
531 oh, yeah. you're just all over the place and you're right you gotta step back and say okay pretty soon especially in our case sooner real soon it's over with um yeah so there yeah and yeah. then there's the, there's the guilt on that side is that because you're going from one thing to the other trying to rush to get the food on the table or to get out the door or to get somebody from point a to point b and then there's after the moments there you you've accomplished your goal there's guilt because maybe you got into an argument in, in the way there or maybe you know you know the conversation wasn't what you wanted it to be so there's frustration that you know what why do we just waste 20 minutes talking about that nonsense when we could have been just talking about something better yeah 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 and it overcomes i mean it takes over a lot of it what shouldn't be a priority usually becomes a priority and that's it's unfortunate but that's just the truth unless you are able to to press pause and really reflect and look where you're at right there and it's it's tricky because of i've been thinking too with how much stress and pressures that our our work and our livelihoods have effect on our day to day happiness too you know it's it's unfortunate mm-hmm. but you know if your average eight to ten hour day work day kids are same thing eight hours or so you know the majority of our days are consumed by a livelihood or or academics right now and that dictates or that has major influences on you know your your level of enjoyment just in in general because it's everybody has like if if you have a bad day at work then that's gonna usually roll over it's hard to shake off you know a bad day just on the drive home or like for you like walking through one door and doorway and you know (laughs) into the next room you know it's 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 hard to it's hard to shake that all the time and letting that bad day at the office play a large role into your your evening to your night and then waking up the next morning it's it's, that's that's the unfortunate part too and the kids are the same thing you know they have a great day in school they come back they're jazz and maybe that is um contagious and you know kind of lifts you up or vice versa you know they're down try to pick them up you know try to work with each other and stuff and spouses too but it's just like oh this this i gotta make money right (laughs) so i gotta work but if you're just getting beat up or that has effects and comes home onto the family and then you know the the weekends aren't enough time to recover and then you gotta go back and do it all over again yeah it's that's a it's an interesting point a very valid point too because you know, there's that, there's that question, you know, you know, I, I pick up Robin from work two or three days a week and, you know, we get in the car, the first thing we say, so how was the day? And, you know, yeah. it's, you know, and I think we're both pretty good at saying, yeah, it was fine. It was okay. And I, you know, I've gotten to the, the practice of saying patient progress and, you know, she sometimes will drill and I sometimes will drill and sometimes we'll just offer how the day went. Uh, good or bad, good, bad, or ugly, or different. Um, and fortunately, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, fortunately, I think just in some of the drive home, 15 minutes when we walk in the door, I think we. She has a better, she has a better ability to release and let go. Um, as you know, I have, I have that pattern of I want to figure it out. I want to, 
I want to be able to create something better out of the situation. So I'll, I'll hold, I'll just purpose, not purposely, but just naturally hold on to it. Um, so we could have a conversation that lasts for 10 minutes. And then an hour and a half later, I'll bring it back up to say, okay, well, let's talk about it this way. Yeah. Navigate through it. She's like, she's like, I completely you're, like, oh, you're dissecting it. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's just in, in a good portion of the things that I face, I do dissect it with, but those areas where like, like a race, I was on a call today and somebody asked me about, you know, you you got this race coming up, you know, what, what, what do you do? How do you prepare for it? How do you plan for it? What are your expectations for it? I'm like, I don't, we, we don't really, we plan to show up and toe the line. And at that point, you know, we might have thoughts in our mind of how we would like the race to start and how we progress through it. But, you know, you know, you and I know this and people that do it know it, that that can change in the first mile, you know, and we, we consistently say this is all a metaphor for life, but I'm able to release those expectations. I'm able to re release the um, obstacles and challenges and the, um, what do you want to call it? the punches in the face of a race, but it's harder for me to release those in that business life or that professional life. Yeah. 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 It's right foot, left foot, but still you can't, you can't drop everything while moving forward. Some things you bring with you, other things are easier to be left behind, but yeah, it's, and it takes practice. I think, I think there's, there's, there's practice like everything, but yeah, it's, it's, um, so, and like you said, Robin's got better ability to, to do that than, than you do, but it's, and everybody, I think everybody's just different. So it's. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a thing that I, I, I wrote down earlier today and Robin, it's actually, forget what book it was. I forget what the situation was and how it all came up, but the thing that I remembered and I brought this up to her last week and we try to have all these balls up in the air, right? And trying to, there's so many, there's, there's a number of components in our life that we want to ensure that we're making progress on and we're becoming better with, right? But it's really, really difficult to have the, all the balls up in the air, you know, whether it's your professional career, your nutrition, your health, your, 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 your marriage relationships, spiritual, financial, blah, whatever the case may be. We have all these components in our life that we, we try to manage and, and navigate and, and improve on each day. Very difficult to have them all up at the same time. And I read a book and I can forget, and I could probably Google it and find it, but there was a metaphor that this guy told me about, or this the book told, I, I read in the book and it was about, uh, you know, you put a bunch of frogs in a, a tub of butter right? Tub of butter. And what they do is they, they try to scramble and scramble and scramble to get to the top, get to the top and get to the top. But the more they're churning their legs, the, the thicker that butter is getting until they can't move anymore, until they die. You know? uh-huh. So at times lately, you know, over the course of the last, you know, 
beginning of this year, once things change, it seems like there's a lot, um, I feel a lot more times where I feel like that frog in that tub of butter. And we're talking about- <laughs> just, just flailing away. <laughs> flailing away. And Robin, you know, Robin, we were talking about it today. She's like, you know, maybe sometimes you got to figure out a different way to not get stuck in the butter. And I'm like, not get stuck in the tub of butter. I'm like, holy shit, that's a podcast today. That's it. Yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, but it seems like there's, this is how the, basically how the conversation went throughout the last several months. There's always been a part, something that's been up, you know, there, I've been able to manage pretty, pretty well. And there's some other things that are down, but at some points in the last couple of weeks, it feels like it's just, I'm flailing away at so much and it's, it's, yeah. or, or you know, I'm starting to creep a little bit up towards the top of the tub and then I just slide back down. Yeah. Back to where you started. Yeah, exactly. No, I can definitely drink to that. Like, but it's, well, it's patient progress too, then all at the same time too, where, yeah, you're, you're not gonna jump right out of the, the tub of butter, but you know, if you could wipe your hands and maybe get a little grip or something, you know, but that takes time. (laughs) <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, if, and if you just stop thinking that frustration take over, then that is when you just freak out, you know, and you know, lose yourself, but it's also not just affecting you, it's affecting all those other frogs in that same tub. You know, cuz you could be chill, cool, calm and collective, but the the other guys are just, you know, churning that butter up. You know, yep. so it's you know, kind of look around, look and see who's around you, and maybe you need to to do some powwows with people so they know where you're at, you know where they're at, you know, and kind of work together as a team, not solely try to get yourself out of that butter. Yeah, the 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 patient progress. That's that's one thing I was thinking about last week is that whatever the situation is, right? No matter, no matter where, where it might be flailing, right? Uh, and there's a lot of flailing, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's, it's, there's nothing going on that's preventing me from continuing that patient progress or continuing that flailing, however you want to look at it, but it's that consistently moving forward. You know, it's just, yeah, you know what? Right now, things might suck in this area of my life, or that area of my life, or this area of my life. And it, you know, in some instances, in some areas of people's life, it's really, really bad. But is it really preventing you from taking that next step? And I think, I mean, I was thinking about this really, really deeply. Where I, I have, fortunately, I guess, yeah. There's been there's been parts of my life where I wanted it stop doing things, give up on things and, and, you know, no longer continue on that journey, whatever, whatever that journey is. Right. But in so many areas, I've gone past that. We all have you, I know specific stories where you have, and I think it is the frustration is going to be there. You know, the, the feeling that we're flailing is going to be there, but as long as we, are able to continue to move those little legs, we're gonna get somewhere. And it, it might not necessarily be the end result that we were looking for, 
but we're going to become better people on that journey. And it could be pivoting. We, you know, we could, you know, maybe we want to own our own Burger King, right? But you know what? We'll take the journey. We'll get hit. We'll not get knocked down. And it's not a Burger King, but we own a, you know, a little mom and pop burger joint. We're still going to get to somewhere. And, and night, that path there ain't going to be the way we thought it was going to be. But we still got to where we wanted to be. We still became a person that we wanted to be. And I just, that's where my mind's been going a lot. It's just, yeah, you know what? I might be, it's not about where I am right now. It's just, I just got to keep moving forward because at some point it's going to be somewhere. And I'm going to be looking back on that journey and realize, wow, it's been, it's been quite a we went down. Yeah. Yeah. And that reflection, I think that's the same thing as, you know, taking that time to see where you're at and see where you've come, you know, look behind you a little bit and just see rather than always looking forward. You know, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing to look behind from time to time. You know, everybody always says, you know, keep forward, look forward. But from time to time, like, Check out your rearview mirror. <laughs> see, see, see those footsteps in the snow where you're at. Well, where you That's, started too, right? Specifically, yeah. you know, where, where you came from. Um, and you know, if you look, if you look back in the rearview mirror every day, yeah, you might see a little bit of movement, right? But if you take a, you take account of maybe five years or ten years or even a year, right, from where you were and where you are. And I'm not just talking about you know, professional career, money. I'm talking about mentally. How are you as a parent? How are you as a as a partner, as a spouse? How are you as a kid or whatever the case may be? Take take a look at, you know, many of the areas of your life and see, okay, where have I made progress with those areas in the last five years? Where I where have I where have I seen the biggest gap? Positive gap. And the other one is, you know, where where do I not think I Am I where I want to be? And if I'm not where I want to be or where I wanted to be, what I, what do I got to do better to get there by, yeah. by looking back at where I started? Because if you're looking back on where you started in an area in your life and you're at the same place, I mean, is that where you've wanted to be? And if so, by all means, okay. But if not, what where where'd you become deficient? Yeah. 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 If you've done a full cycle, that's one thing. I mean, that's what I've been hearing a lot of here in the last few weeks just with get getting uh back on the, the mat here at abington get involved with the wrestling program as you know to, to run into some people and like oh yeah full cycle then it's like yeah yeah i guess it could be <laughs> definitely could be but it's it's not a bad thing it's not like oh this guy you know he's he's ending up right where he he started and everything but it's it's more like the the hero's journey which i'm not boasting about myself or anything but if anybody's listening that's a really interesting theory to to look into i i i read about it for for a little while i guess this was last winter but you know there's there's stages where everybody goes and you know you you're you're brought up somewhere but then you go out and you learn skills and you learn how the world works and everything but then you know you come back and you bring all that that you gathered over the years coming back and it was, I was like wow that's pretty darn close to my situation right now 100 percent all it's... the knowledge and experience man that it's going to be interesting to see 
yeah, that's going to be really cool to see how how the lessons you've learned and the person you've become in this specific situation translates to you coaching wrestling, a sport where, you know, you, you did for, you know, a decade and a half of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And it is exciting because I'm not, I really haven't been thinking much about, you know, the, the technical part of it, so to say of the moves and teaching these kids how to become better wrestlers, but I'm, I'm, I'm really psyched for bringing in things we've learned from ultras, things I've learned from, you know, just being on solo trips and everything and kind of what I've relied on wrestling to get me through a lot of those situations. That's really cool. Actually. Now, <laughs> now I could come back and bring those uh, lessons back to the sport and to those involved with it now. So That's it's really cool. Cause you, you I first grit, resiliency, perseverance, yeah. work ethic, you know, all that stuff, which exactly you used in leverage what you learned wrestling for all those years. Yeah. How much of an important role they've, essentially got you to who you are today and now you're the foundation to, yeah now you're <laughs> able to you know i think you're from your perspective it's going to be more and i don't i want to say mental and mindfulness. i was just going to say it's, mental yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah i think there's a portion of that because i don't think you're going to be getting on the mat and doing backflips and doing all that nonsense and doing all the crazy <laughs> stuff they do now or doing splits with stuff i don't yeah but, there's but no there's, funk i'm bringing no, no funk there's no fun <laughs> And I'd be the same way, man, because the first time I think I jacked my neck last week when I tried to get funky. Yeah, right. Uh, But it'll be, it'll be, and that's, I mean, we've had this conversation a lot, especially with the age group that you're working with too. You know, we've talked about this a lot where, where I think that age group, that 12, 13, 14, 15 year old age group is I think really an important, even a little bit, even before that, you know, 10, 11, 12, that whole, we'll say 10 to 16, 10 to 15 is really important. I think, especially around the, the, the mindfulness and the, and the mental component of anything that they're doing, because I don't, I don't, I don't know how much they get that in school, you know, in, in, yeah. in, in their academic pursuits. And in some instances, how much do they get that in their, either that their athletic pursuits or any of their extracurricular activities, you know, um, and I think it's going to, I think, it, I mean, you've seen it, you've already seen it in, you know, coaching cross country and coaching wrestling back there. You've already seen some, some, and then with the kids too, your kid, yeah. young, you know, how, so, how word choices and how not only saying, but showing and doing, you know, just some of the things that we've done over the last 15 years, it, it goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's exciting, and it's like Cindy said, it's something that will fill my bucket too. And even though none of my kids are necessarily involved in it right now, I, I, maybe T- Taylor's entertaining uh, Pee Wee's right now, so we might experiment there with just some practicing there. But but yeah, it's I'm really looking excited to see you know getting back to the to the motherland there, and and you know kind of as a different person, you know, getting back on those same mats, but as a, as a different yeah. person. I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, man. I'm, I'm pretty envious. That's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm going to, oh, I'm, I'm going to be excited to watch that journey. Cause that's, you know, that's, that's fun. And we, you know, there's, there's, 
just like you said, all, all a large part of our foundation of, of who we became it has wrestling has been a part of it, not only wrestling, but the family there, that Abington Heights community and that wrestling community, yeah. which, you know, I, I, I don't, I know there's that culture that's still there. I don't know how much of that culture is still there, but I, I think you might have an opportunity to kind of bring us some of that culture back, all the good parts of that culture. Yeah, 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 there still is. I mean, there's still a lot of common ground, but in, you know, a more modern version maybe. But right. yeah, I'm looking forward to, and just, you know, who's still around this area that wasn't necessarily part of that family, but really involved you know, a, 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 not a wrestler or the family of the wrestlers, but, you know, there's a lot of people that enjoyed, you know, a lot of our friends. So I think those local folks can maybe try to get um, the fire lit again. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be I'm fun ex- to watch, man. Yeah. So they did, they had a spotlight now. So it sounds like that has come back. It went away. But now for the meets, the spotlight's back. That's back. So that's uh, uh, I'm like, okay, okay, we we could do this. We can do this. That uh might uh, I, I have a feeling this might uh, encourage me and inspire me to take a couple of trips back there during the winter time. Uh, it'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. And maybe just maybe bring out bring my wrestling shoes with me. Yeah. I still have <laughs> wrestling shoes if you could believe it. <laughs> Well, all those old school ones are coming back now, so I know you'll be right in style. <laughs> Good bless you. So, all right, man. Well, let's let's tie a knot on that. I like that. I like that ending. Uh, I didn't ask you. What are you drinking? Oh yeah, yeah. I cracked it open. Um, so I was going to look for Oktoberfest of some sort. Actually, Yingling has an Oktoberfest this year. I had a few at a campfire at the neighbors the other night this weekend, but um, they didn't have it. So the next best fall uh, fall beverage I could do is oh, the nice. old black and tan, baby. <laughs> now, is that the 16-ounce bottle? No, it is not. It's not the returnables. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I don't even know. That's what I you, you know where I go. That's what we drank at college occasionally. So I just got water. <laughs> I'm on. Um, That's good. And this um, is for the record. This is my first weekend or my weekday beverage, and probably like probably since our last podcast. Oh wow! So That's good. I did. I did uh, change it up here. Good. So yeah. So yeah. That's good on you with the water, though. Yeah. Yeah. I just I had a I had a good weekend. So uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Speaking of Yingling, though, that's because uh, Florida Florida has it, so I was able yep. to partake in. Oh yeah, yeah, you got a little fix. Yep. Good, good to hear. I forgot about that. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it was a. I guess once we, yeah, once we first got to the hotel, uh, we went out to the pool and Paul was like, "They got Yingling here." I'm like, "All right, well, I guess I know what I'm going to be drinking for the next couple days." No brainer there. Good. No, you and Robin no. got your fill. <laughs> we had a we had a couple, yeah. We had a couple, so good to uh, hear. Hence, hence none tonight. So yeah, it was that good. Yeah. So all right, man. We're good catching up. All right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Yeah. Sure. Thanks. We could, we could finally do this. Yeah, we'll we'll Been keep it again. Apologies to the audience. We're going to continue to do our best. Things are 
we're all hectic. We're all running around. So we appreciate it. And maybe people are, uh, maybe people are appreciating a little bit more because we're not getting them out as much. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to listen. <laughs> so, well, thanks everybody. Yo, dude, Sounds just good. Keep, keep it up. I'm, uh, I'm actually yeah, headed, headed up to your old neck of the woods tomorrow. I'm going up to Denver. So yeah. jealous. Packa warm. They got snow there, or at least fair play. They got snow yesterday. So Denver should be pretty though. It was uh, 49 degrees this morning down here walking a doggy. Oh, really? Whoa. Mm -hmm. That was colder than it was here. We had like 61 today. What was your high? It wasn't much higher than that. It stayed in the 60s today. Look at that. We got got the weather in too. Yeah, we got the weather in. It's Uh, it's official full podcast. We just reversed it a little bit. We went, we went <laughs> drinks and weather, passed over tea kettle. Uh, yeah, okay. it, it got up to seventy-five today. It's, I mean, wow, it's really, oh, it's perfect. Really, yeah, it's it's really nice, and uh, yeah, we'll see. I think it's going to get seventy-nine tomorrow, and maybe eighty in the weekend. So we should. I think we're. I think we're in a the good spot now for the next you know six months. Yeah, perfect. Make the most of it. Now's your time. You too, brother. Have a good rest of your week, man. I'll catch up with you soon. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Much Much love. love. Peace. Peace out.